Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 50, Judy Partridge, incumbent councillor, running for re-election as Ward 15 Hamilton City Councillor, recorded on September 6, 2018. Judy Partridge, you're the incumbent city councilor in the present Ward 15. You're running for re-election in the new Ward 15. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Thanks so much, Joey. I really appreciate being here. Firstly, tell us, who is Judy Partridge? Well, Judy Partridge is a passionate person who absolutely loves her community. I am a mother and a wife, my husband Jeff, and I have two wonderful boys, We um, have been very involved in our community over the years, and it's something that I absolutely love being part of in my community. So, you know, that's who I am. I've been called an activist. I've been called an advocate. I prefer the word advocate, though, for my community. Why are you running? So, Joey, I have a passion for my community and a commitment to residents, and it runs very, very dear to my heart. For the past eight years, I have served as Flamborough City Councillor for Ward 15, as you know. Prior to that, I had a career in the corporate world as an executive for many years, and I have also spent a few years prior to that as a volunteer in the community. And, you know, I think that's what's really important is to volunteer in your community and get to know, you know, what your community is all about and what it needs. But I also have to say that my relatives arrived in Hamilton in the mid-1800s, and they helped build this city. So I very much feel a sense of responsibility and a strong bond with the city. But also, I have many relatives in the East End, in Stony Creek, and up on the mountain, and I tend to hear from them quite a bit. How have you contributed to your community and our city? Again, I'm going to use the word passion because I have a passion for planning and for managing development. And with eight years on the planning committee and also on the heritage committee, which I I believe very strongly in heritage, you know, Waterdown, Flamborough, Hamilton is very, very rich in heritage properties, which I believe must be protected. An example is Waterdown Memorial Hall. It's designated as a national memorial, and the actual building itself is a memorial. It's only one of seven across Canada, and you know what? Three of them are in Hamilton. We live in a very special city. And my leadership style is forging community partnerships. I believe in connecting with people to help expand ideas. And as a founder of the Flamborough Women's Resource Centre, which is a satellite of Interval House, it helps women and families dealing with family crisis. And that was something that I started the ball rolling on in 2005. But, you know, other examples are the Flamborough Santa Claus Parade Partnership. When the family that ran that Flamborough Santa Claus Parade for 18 years decided that they could no longer do it, I brought all the service clubs together, and we all agreed to form a partnership to carry it on. And there's lots of other examples of working with the community, Rotary Clubs, Lions Club. There's been so many projects that we have all worked together because no one person does it, Joey, as you well know. What are your two priorities for Ward 15 and two priorities for Hamilton as a whole? My priorities for Flamborough Ward 15, definitely infrastructure. 
taxes and area rating. And for the broader city of Hamilton, it would be infrastructure and affordable housing. We desperately need affordable housing across the entire city, but especially in Waterdown and Flamborough. And people tend to think of Waterdown as being a wealthy community in Flamborough. But in fact, we do have a challenge when it comes to affordable housing, and especially with rental stock. We just do not have enough rental stock. And you know, Joey, that that's an issue right across the the entire city. But, you know, we also have more than enough development going on in Waterdown. It was mandated by the province back in the late 1990s and early 2000s to be uh, mandated as a center of growth for the city of Hamilton. And so today we're seeing that building, but we do not have the infrastructure with the roads that we need. So traffic is a mess. And even though it was all approved by the OMB before road improvements, I want to see the east-west bypass and the north-south bypass completed. The funding is in place. Phases already are under construction, and it will be done by 2022. Parkside urbanization, I'm very pleased to say, is almost complete. There are many other projects underway, and similarly across the city with infrastructure needs. We need to be able to make it a better city all around and far more efficient for our residents. What are three skills you will bring to elected office that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on City Council? This is a good question, Joey. Thank you. First of all, knowledge with experience, passion for leadership, and my commitment to serve. I care very, very deeply about this city and will bring all three of those to the table, just as I have for the last eight years. Businesses in the Hamilton Technology Center state they are at a competitive disadvantage due to a lack of HSR service connecting them to McMaster and Waterdown. Further, staff and students traveling to McMaster from Waterdown are forced to bear the costs and burdens of driving to McMaster. As Ward 15 City Councilor, how will you manage this issue during the next four years? So, Joey, I would also add Mohawk College to your list as well as McMaster University. I do hear from parents who would love to see some sort of a direct connect between Waterdown as a, is even a drop-off point or a starting point to be able to connect directly to, first of all, McMaster University, and then to the downtown, you know, to be able to transfer over to, uh, to connect with, with Mohawk College. And one of the things that I have worked on and been successful in is getting the Go Transit maintenance uh, barn building built up on Core Slab Drive in Waterdown at Clappison's Corners. It brought 85 new jobs, and it's where they do the maintenance for all of the GO Transit buses that run throughout our city. My next step, and I've moved motions, and we've had conversations with the Minister of Transportation, as you know, to try and get GO service to run through Waterdown. They already are doing the maintenance on the buses at Clappison Corner. Couldn't they just bring it down uh, and, you know, stop in somewhere in Waterdown, do the pickup? and uh, carry on into Hamilton. So that's one thing that I've been continually pushing for. Hamilton zoning regulations prevent the building of multi-unit clustered housing, which is in scale with existing single-family housing, commonly referred to as the missing middle. There are approximately 100,000 Hamiltonians in their 20s and approximately 140,000 Hamiltonians over the age of 65. The missing middle is medium-density, transit-connected housing in walkable communities and is important to young renters, first-time owners, and critical for seniors seeking to successfully age in place in the communities they've lived in for decades. 
As a member of city council, you will need to address housing challenges in Hamilton. You will face opposition to infill development and provincially mandated intensification. How will you respond to concerns about development, and where do you believe mid-density growth should occur in your ward? So I'm going to answer that two ways. First of all, I'm going to start with an answer for Ward 15, for Flamborough and for Waterdown. And then secondly, I'll touch on the broader city of Hamilton. One of the things, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we do have a challenge with a lack of rental housing stock, but also affordable housing units. And it could be geared to income, it could be affordable housing, because they are two very different things. There is a need in Waterdown for that. And I'm delighted to say that we have had conversations with the Waterdown Rotary Club. They currently have a seniors housing project that is in existence on John Street. They are looking to expand and perhaps to build another one, uh, particularly for seniors. So I'm very interested in connecting them to different folks. I've also met with Indewell. Indewell is a charitable organization, not-for-profit organization, that builds buildings for folks who are in need of housing. They do a lot of work in the city of Hamilton, and we're currently in discussions. The challenge is looking for available land that we can actually build on. And I believe the intensification certainly needs to happen on a transit corridor. And that, of course, is uh, existing in the town of Waterdown. So, you know, the intensification needs to happen there. Having said that, we already have a tremendous amount of development that's taking place. But the development is, you know, townhouse upon townhouse upon townhouse, and the prices are quite high. Even for young people, seniors, you know, they want to downsize. They don't want to downsize into a three-story building. On the broader city of Hamilton, even, you know, we had our planning committee meeting recently where we did approve seven new tower buildings to be built in the downtown area. And I was delighted that we will have the opportunity for more housing units Similar to what Ottawa has done, you know, housing prices in, in Ottawa are not as expensive. They're more expensive than, than Hamilton, but they're not as expensive as they could be because they have a lot of housing stock. And that's one of the key issues of any city is the more housing stock you have, then, and especially to do with rental units, then the more affordable options could be available. What is something interesting or unique about Ward 15 that you believe the rest of Hamilton should know? Hamilton should know everything about Flamborough Ward 15, but what they may not know is that the ward itself is actually 70% rural and 30% urban, with Waterdown as the only urban area within the entire ward. We share borders with Burlington, Milton, Puslinch, Guelph, and of course the other half of Flamborough, and you know, the agribusiness that comes out of our rural lands is, contributes $1.6 billion, that's billion with a B, to our overall economy of the city of Hamilton. So the rural area is hugely, hugely important. Farmers feed cities. What are two changes you will propose to improve city services? Two, oh, I think there's more than two, but two that I would propose. One for sure is transit. I also think we need to improve darts. It needs to go through a complete review. We need more apps, especially for transit and for any open data that we have. The city is doing a good job. We have a new website. We're coming up with more apps all the time. But people 
they use their phones and they want to be able to connect to services in real time. And you and I have had that discussion before, Joey, so I think that would be a great benefit. What are two changes you will propose to improve quality of life in Hamilton? Well, I think, again, we're talking about affordable housing and rental housing stock, but, you know, also access to recreation. People need to be able to have recreation facilities in the areas that they live in so that they're accessible to them. And that just speaks to the whole quality of life in the city of Hamilton for your children, for your seniors, for families in general to be able to go out and go cycling on cycling lanes. That's, you know, it's hugely important to be able to use those cycling lanes to connect with the new recreational facilities they have and, and also for affordable housing. Riding and cycling, it's healthy for families and it also is a cheaper way of transportation. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting. Ranked balloting enables voters to choose by prioritizing candidates, such as the top three, they feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked ballots? When I was part of the Chamber of Commerce in Hamilton uh, many years ago, I sat on their government relations committee, and one of the things that we did look at was ranked balloting. We had someone come in and do a presentation to us, and that was at the time when there was a government review going on. It was interesting, but I have to say that no, I do not support it. I see some problem areas uh, with the ranked balloting, but I do believe we need to do some sort of a review or an assessment. I don't know what the answer is, Joey, but to be able to engage people and have people pay more attention to the elections, I'm not really sure what it is we need to do. But I hold a lot of public meetings. And, you know, in fact, in the last term of council, I've had 22 public meetings to get my community involved. And I believe they are involved and they are engaged. But in the election process, I'm not so sure that it translates to that. How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years? Again, I'm going to come back to our public meetings. Uh, you know, as I've said, I held a number of public meetings, both in the rural and the urban areas of Flamborough, everything from development to traffic calming to rural water conservation. If it's an important topic for my resident, then it's an important topic for myself and for staff to go out and hold public meetings and to get their feedback. And that's something that I've done consistently in the eight years that I've been in council, and, and certainly I'm going to continue that. I've also had, uh, even today, I had a request from a resident to have a public meeting on a specific development that's happening, and we're going to be considering that. How will the City of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision-making in hiring a new city manager, and what qualities do you seek in a new city manager? The city manager position is incredibly important. We have over 7,000 uh, employees in the City of Hamilton, full-time and part-time, and we need certainly to have someone with unique qualifications to be able to not only uh, be a leader, but also to be an innovative thinker. And I think our strategic plan, we've spent a lot of time over the years. Staff have done a tremendous amount of work. Council has approved the strategic plan. That, to me, will form the foundation of the work that the city manager, the new city manager, he or she, will need to focus on going forward. And certainly, you know, as councillors, we have already decided that there will be the chairs of, of new committees that are formed in December. 
that will take part in the actual hiring of the city manager. And those are the skills that, uh, that I'll be looking for. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you do so? Well, it's been important to me over the years to contribute to the overall financial well-being of Hamilton. As vice chair currently of Capital Operating Budget Committee and the Multi-Year Budgeting Committee, I feel they're two of the most important committees to be a part of. And, you know, I continue to support value for money auditing of every city expenditure. It's something that we have championed for and has been in place now for three years. Through these two committees, councillors get a real handle on capital expenditures, our operating needs and costs, and revenue generation, and especially the revenue generation that is done outside of our residential tax base. The residents can't handle any more tax increases, so we do need to look at additional revenues. We review every city project line by line on these committees to look for savings, and we challenge our staff to find savings. Understanding the city's 2.6 billion with a B billion budget is absolutely essential. I've owned and operated two successful businesses in my prior life, and I understand financials, and I've handled large budgets, so I feel very confident that the, this is the area that we need to really concentrate on to find our compromises and find solutions. It's 2022. The public record is writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on council? And what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole? I'm going to give you three words because I think they'll apply to both council and to, and to my city council record. Number one, proactive, focused, and innovative to be able to achieve the goals for the broader city of Hamilton and that we care about our most vulnerable. I think it is essential because we will be judged as a city by how we care for our most vulnerable people in our city and in our communities. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks you wish to share? I certainly do, Joey, and thank you for asking. I've been very blessed to serve the people of Flamborough Ward 15 and the broader city of Hamilton for the past eight years. And on October 22nd, I will respectfully be asking for the support of all your listeners in Ward 15 to re-elect me as city councillor so we can continue to build our community together. Thank you for joining us today. I wish to thank the Dundas branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their makerspace where we recorded this podcast today. This has been episode 50 of the Public Records, the 155 podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.